Yes, welcome to another episode of the Brandwit Podcast. My name is Sam McEwen, and sitting across from me, as always, Dean Nielsen. How are you today, Dean? I am very well, thanks, Sammy. And how are you? I'm what doing you very well. Um, it's it's been a, a, a busy. Well, we're already we're already into sort of March territory, almost April territory, by the time this thing goes to air. So um, this year is sort of flying by. But um, yeah, been busy hiring is where. Where I've been spending my time at the moment. Oh, what an awful problem to have, Sam. <laughs> it is an awful problem, Dean. And thank you for your lack of sympathy. <laughs> uh, it's um, yeah, that's no, great that's, news. It is no, it is it is it is good news. But it's a funny world out there, and um, and uh, there's there's something about digging through resumes and, and interviewing certain people that makes you just want to run to Twitter and start like, I don't know, just just uh, as much as we hate them. <laughs> It kind of maybe gives you a little bit of a appreciation for using a recruitment agency. So <laughs> that's, that's where we've ended up, actually. We, we hired three positions, but we found one pretty tricky to uh, to find many candidates for. So we've we've headed over to a recruiter, and I've been been pretty happy to. Oh, have that's good. I've got. <laughs> we can talk about it afterwards. I have a really good. Um, um, recommendation for a recruiter, oh, great. For a client that we did that is all about not being like a normal recruiter. So yeah, there. That's a. It's an interesting. Wasn't space, someone that I, hit you up on LinkedIn? No, <laughs> no. Um, I I went out and I went and sought them. I did nearly ask. I did nearly go on LinkedIn. Does anyone know any good recruiters? And I thought, oh, no, that's that's really going to invite uh, a lot of something. I'm not sure exactly what I'd get if I did that. I shared a job post for a, at a client of mine that was looking for you would have seen it actually it was looking for a marketing coordinator and i got it got shared by picked up by some marketing um uh, recruiter yeah and i was just then completely inundated with requests from <laughs> recruiters it's yeah. like man you know gotta gotta find another way to do your job people right yeah that's um that's one one of those another another one of those situations where everyone's doing the same thing correct uh, but uh yeah look i do uh, i you know going back a little bit i have developed a much much more respect for for the role of recruiters and i and i've held myself back as uh, it does annoy me i don't know if you've seen on, on twitter like people who, who like complain about clients on twitter I've yeah. never understood that. No, like, oh, and and it, it drives me nuts. And people seem to jump on it, and I'm like, why on earth would you do that? And um, that's never crossed my mind. But it sort of crossed my mind to sort of be like, if you're coming into a job interview, like, here's ten things not to do. And and uh, but I've, I've stopped myself. I thought, well, that's that's probably positivity. Like, yeah, I've got to be positive about positive. it. But um, if anyone does want any any advice on and how to how to handle a job interview, I can definitely tell you what not to do. There's a whole new podcast, maybe. Yeah, I'm maybe sure new career. I'm sure there's one. In the- <laughs> no, no. But no, it's been good, and it's it is. I mean, the other side of it's great. It's it's been fun. We've introduced a couple of new people to the agency, which is amazing. And and uh, for a small agency, you know, two new faces can really uh, change the dynamic of a team, which is which is a lot of fun. Oh, it's and good to hear. I tell you what, when you do get, you know, I've been focused on the negativity, haven't I? But but uh, you know, the the good ones are great, and there's there's something there's a real buzz that you get after out of meeting, uh, you know. Uh, a great person that you want to bring into your team. So. They grow your family. I think it's like that. That's it. Like yeah. That. So anyway, that's that's where I've been. I'm a, I'm a recruiter at the moment, but but looking forward to to getting back into some client work or something. Well, that's good. And I I believe you have a topic to talk about yes, today. Yes, I've I've got a topic. So it's been it's been a funny uh, 
funny little period in Australia. We nearly, Google was going to leave and Facebook cut off news and, and I'm not sure if it affected. They unfriended us. They unfriended us. I think the media said. And, uh, and, we, and we've come through that. So, uh, you know, are you feeling relieved? I'm not, I'm, I wasn't really feeling anything. I know <laughs> if this is your topic, I, uh, I'm looking forward to hearing your take because I, I saw a little, a few little, um, you put a few little bits and pieces out on on, uh, yeah. on LinkedIn and here and there, and we had had a conversation. Well, it was going time. to be my topic, but I, I was a bit oh. disappointed that, that Facebook went and restored the news feed and Google didn't go anywhere, and it sort of took away a while. The world didn't my... end. The sky didn't fall. I know. Yeah, I was, I was sort of strangely looking forward to it. To see <laughs> like, what would happen. Just, yeah, just to see what would happen. Um, you know, it would have been interesting to see, you know, would would ABC, would they have created a, a search engine? Oh, yeah. No, well, they were all going to Bing, weren't we? Wasn't that the... Yeah, well, that wouldn't have ended well. But... The, uh, it's, it's, it's funny. I remember the, the only thing I said, I'd, like, I'd, I'd, I've had a lot going on in my life, so I've been kind of adding extra topics and things... Uh, um, I haven't been adding too much extra to my mental <laughs> mental uh, capacity, but um, I remember when Facebook did that, I think the only comment I had was, if we can't signal to each other with news <laughs> articles, what's the point? Um, and so a I, I, um, at least I can now see how, you know, what I do when I'm posting that, you know, that, that, that work article about so-and-so is... <laughs> All I'm doing Bur- is uh, virtue signaling. Virtue signaling. So, you know, or you know that cool album that I've listened to. Yeah. And you know, all I'm doing is virtue signaling. It all comes back to signaling, Sam. Yeah. Um, so that stuff. was the only thing I kind of thought. Like, at the, you know, they were making, you know, trying to make a point from a business perspective, but to kind of, you know, to to to, to cut off something like that, where you know, I think they over, I think they over. I don't know if this is your topic or not. We're just going to talk about it. <laughs> we, we don't need to get to yeah. the topic. It's fine. I, I, I think they, um, I kind of think they overplay the social bit of it a little bit. Like I, I don't know. I, might, a, I don't have data to back that there up. There was a lot of. I, I won't get too far into. There was a lot of overplaying. I mean, firstly, the government did a very good job at not seeming like the bad guy here because they absolutely they were. were. Um, and you know, Facebook and Google, funnily enough, were the, the innocent victims in, in everything. And and they, I think Google had actually handled it really well. I was I was impressed. Yeah. To, with with and and they've been through all this in Spain and France already, right? So they had a little bit more. Uh, practice, uh, I guess, and they already had a solution up their sleeve that they could try to sort of repurpose for the Australian market. So, you know, that was interesting. Google, I think, had a lot more maturity. Facebook did exactly what I would have done. And then in hindsight, I'm glad I, I wasn't running Facebook and, and didn't do it. But, um, okay. you know, I, I you know, initially I was like, surely this ends with just both of them stripping news out of their platforms. Like, it, it just seems absurd. It was, it was honestly like, like, you know, like you, had, you own a billboard, and you, as the billboard owner, have to pay the the person who advertises on that billboard for the for the right to put right. that ad there. Like it just it just seems absurd. But without getting too far into that, the one thing I will say, and there is another podcast on this, that was that was recommendation one or eight, one recommendation of twenty three that came out of the of the the ah uh, okay the, from uh, the yeah the as a yeah. digital uh, I can't remember the name of it now it's something very very bland name so it's not very memorable but basically A Triple C um, did an inquiry into the digital landscape yep. and that's probably what it was called something like the digital media inquiry or something like that and um, yeah and they they 
uh, had yeah, 23 recommendations and that was one and the sky nearly fell, fell in. And some of the other th- other recommendations that we're yet to see sort of come to light include things like privacy and uh, all well, sorts of... don't get Facebook started yeah. on privacy. <laughs> so all sorts of fun and games. So I would just say brace yourself. Okay. <laughs> There's a lot more to come. The privacy one I think is due to land in like 2025. So we've got like four more good years of digital marketing before the... The, you know, the sky won't fall this time. The earth is just going to open up and, and swallow us. Uh, it's not going to be that bad, I'm no. sure. But, you know, that's what... So anyway, back on to the topic. Yes. Is, it made me think of, of something that I have wanted to spoke, speak about, spoke about, speak about for quite a while, is how much digital advertising actually goes to Google and Facebook. And it's around about 60% uh, of all digital spend. Yeah goes to those two companies. And if you roll Amazon into that, that's about 70% of all digital advertising spend to two companies. So, look, I don't think Google's going to exit the market anytime soon. I don't think Facebook will be okay. So, you know, you can keep spending like crazy on those channels. But the real question is, should you? Because I don't, I don't know about you, but when I hear a stat like 60% of, of you know all digital ad spend going to two channels, I think, well... Where, there's an opportunity here. Where else should we be putting yep. our money? And at this particular moment in time, there's actually a huge number of places. It's not like, oh, yeah, cool, well, you know, we'll, we'll use some Twitter ads or, or something. There's there's a, a load of- I think of- this is a great topic because I would say, being the brand strategist, not the digital marketer, mm-hmm. um, I would- I could probably think of LinkedIn and then I would probably start to fall off a cliff. So I'm I'm very So here you go. I'm thoughts. I'm gonna give you a list. Good. Today's I'm episode is a listicle. So we can what's, call what's it. A, yeah, listicle, yeah. So yeah, what's a podcast equivalent of a listicle though? A list cast? A list listicle cast. <laughs> We'll come up with we'll the name. With you the can name brand it yeah, for me okay, maybe cool. later. Um, <laughs> well, we've got our clickbait title sorted, like 10 yeah. things, you know, to think this is, about. This is going to be good. So then the, the real question is, do I do them in reverse order? Um, oh, the, so there are... I have a few. I've Dave, got, I've got, got a ranking seven. for them. I've got a ranking. I do have a ranking. No, do them in reverse order. Start at, start right. at, start at seven. Okay, very good. Yep. Um, so I'm going to list them. So, so I mean, and, and to be honest... Let's actually, before I do that, like I've got, like I just jotted them off the top of my head. There's, I've got like almost 20 here that I could have, but, you know, we don't want to be, we want to make this podcast a five-hour yeah, yeah, <laughs> marathon session. But, you know, I think what's what's quite interesting is there is a, there is a lot now. It's not just LinkedIn. And, and you know, I think, uh, you know, some of the, the people that we both follow would, you know, would argue that the idea of, Digital marketing is, is starting to become a bit absurd, and at some point it's got to become marketing. And yep. I'm looking well, I th- forward. I think it is. So when yeah. I say, but it's interesting. I say digital marketing, like we're talking about a, no, no, a, a, a subset of it, but yeah. it is just. It is but just no, I mean, there's, there's, a, there's, a, there's a few interesting things about digital marketing. I think what what digital marketing means to me today is is efficiency, and I know we've had discussions about you know. Is there a downside of, of efficiency? I think that's absolutely spot on. But I, I think that that what you do get with digital advertising, I think why it's it's prevalent and, and why particularly small business likes it is there is a, a, a an aspect of efficiency there, and and 
you know, there's a lot of businesses that can't afford the big TV. Well, that's what I was going to say. That budget as well. Like it's it's a, it's achievable. And I've seen you kind of you know comment on some of the bigger marketing people about how their theories and approaches apply to kind of yeah you know small to medium businesses, which is who we work for. And to be honest, the majority of businesses are like that. Yet we don't have many case yeah. studies of you know of brands in in that space. You know, do, doing yeah. Things. So I think it's really relevant. And, and I, I think in the early days, like if you, if you go back to the history of, of digital advertising, right, and if you think about Google search, yeah, Google Google ads were, were pretty poor quality ads. No brand, no serious brand in their right mind would allow themselves to be seen in a Google ad yeah. back when they first launched. Yeah, okay. You know, it was, it was literally for, you know, dodgy weight loss, yeah. you know, whatever, you know, all the all the usual suspects, I guess, of like yeah, of where it begins. So it's evolved to something. But you know, I remember you know I started in in search you know more than ten years ago, maybe almost fifteen years ago. Yeah, say I already yeah, it adds up, doesn't it? And, and like I remember my first client uh, back then was a furniture removal com- company. Yeah, and their cost per click at the time was two dollars fifty. I think it had gone up. I think it had gone up. There was about $4.50. It was originally $2.50, and they were talking about how expensive it is for this one particular <laughs> keyword. I think it was furniture removals Melbourne. It's really like replacing yellow pages to begin yeah, with. Yeah, and, that, and that's what it was. All the salespeople were, you know, how much you spend on yellow pages, put it into Google. But that, that same keyword today is worth $35. And, of course, what happened as well is all the big brands jumped on Google, and, and now it's no longer a place to be ashamed about. It's everyone's on there yeah. spending and, and, and whatnot. And yeah, I think you know the, the way that the the way that it's evolved, and we've seen this with other channels. Facebook was the same. The first ones on there were not the big brands. It yeah. was the it was the the uh, you know the scrappy small businesses that were prepared yeah. to take a risk and have a go, and they sort of build it. And then the big brands come along, and it becomes really expensive. Yeah, and and so I think that's that's typically how digital advertising has has worked. And where we're at now is Google's really expensive. Facebook's less so, but you know it's it's crowded. Sixty percent of the ad, ad spends going into both those two companies. So again, opportunity starts with the small business, and if you're quick and you get on these, you get some of the the efficiency, and you'll maybe beat the bigger brands to this. Or there's probably examples that the big brands are already over, and and you get some benefit. So that's that's where I think like we're almost in this. Really, you know, sweet spot. I think for new digital channels, it's a really good time for for small business to to look outside the the big two and and look at other channels. So yeah, I have some. For good. Us. No, I want to hear this. So reverse order. Okay, my number seven is native ads. Have you heard of native ads before? Yeah. Yes. Um, they sit inside content. Is mm. that kind of right? Yeah, so and, and it is a broad a broad term. That's exactly what it is. It sits inside the content. So if you think of like you go to a, a website and you see the banner ads on the side at the top, they're they're sort of obtrusive and yeah. they stand out and and they they are the ads of those brands. Native ads appear to appear much more like natural content. And so the, there's there's two big platforms out there that are running native ads. Although there's 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 version there's equivalent to native ads everywhere, but Outbrain and Taboola are the are the big ones. And you would have seen these ads at the bottom of, of articles. They seem a bit trashy though, and they're like, really trashy. Okay. So let's be really clear about this. Okay, yeah. And it's all like you know. 
you know, Meghan Markle, you'll never guess what she ate for breakfast. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. And, and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, they, they, they appear as though... There's always they- singles in my area. Like, <laughs> and, and it seems to be the area I'm browsing from. That's exactly right. Yeah. So, um, and why they do that? Well, it's really cheap. So... So a lot of, and it's a great way to drive traffic. So all those, you know, they're using these clickbaity headlines. They're actually what they're doing in a lot of those cases, the really trashy ones, is they're just they're just getting that uh, that click really cheaply and sending it through to their page. Well, and lots of ads ads yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, I guess to, to my point with where Google Ads started, they used to be really trashy as well, and now they're serious. So I think there's an opportunity with these to actually say, and we're starting to see a lot more of this is actually putting products in there. Yep. And you know, if you if you have a, a product, it's a tech product, and that appears as a native suggestion at the bottom of a tech news article yeah, or, yeah, or something, sense. then that starts to make a lot more sense. You can see it being easy, easy, easier to be distinctive at the moment in that scenario as well, yeah. because you could, you've got these, you know, <laughs> four Megan Markles and a, you know, that's a, exactly. a serious, a serious ad that you know isn't clickbait. The one that's going to stand out is yeah. the one that doesn't look like all the others. So that, that's exactly right. So and this is where I think. I mean, this, this is probably the one. It's it's the bottom of my list for a reason. Yeah, okay. It it it's going to take a little bit of courage, I think, particularly if you're a big brand, to say, okay, we're gonna we're gonna put ads in there. Although I, you know, I think a lot of big brands are using this and, and they're using them quite well. But you know, I think. I think there's it's certainly a place to go. When Facebook did look like you know they'll take it down news, I thought it, it made a uh, a lot of sense and then because most of the publishers that have these oh, yeah, ad, of course. Uh, are news articles, so I was like, wow, if there's more traffic going direct to the source on news, then we're going to see a lot more eyeballs, a lot more impressions on on these native ads, and, and that could be really good. They're also really great for if you're promoting content. So rather than actually promoting a product or this, you know, if you're just actually trying to get get traffic to your website, yeah. that's why all those sort of dodgy, trashy places use them. Yep. And so if you've got a, a, a broader strategy where which starts with, okay, we just need to attract the right audience to our website, and then, you know, the next step and the next step and the next step will kick in and now retargeting and, and whatever else, <laughs> then it can be a, a really good a really good channel in there. Interesting. Compared to cheap compared to, to Facebook. And yep. So, so that's that's the first one, uh, native ads. Uh, the next, actually, well, I said I was starting at seven. Six and five are pretty much the same thing, so I'll, I'll roll them in together. And and this is the other 10% I mentioned of the, you know, of, uh, of where ad spend is going right now, Amazon ads. Yeah. So Amazon ads are are really cool in some respects. They're they're obvious, I guess, if you're an Amazon seller. So there's you know sponsored brand ads and sponsored product ads that just give you know premium placement for your ads in amongst Amazon's things. So if you're an Amazon seller, that makes a lot of sense. I have seen them though for like name brands, yeah, and well, pages of. Of, of you know related product yeah yeah and, that, and that's right because you know and those brands can be amazon sellers as well but, but i don't even think they were in I don't really know. no i reckon yeah. i've seen it before i was like that's an interesting strategy yeah. like putting the you know a pr- more premium offer next to that you know you know cheap yeah. thing i've been looking at and making me think oh well, let me see what the difference is or so, so here's one that's going to make you squirm though what you what you may not be aware of is amazon's got what's called a dsp and i now, you're going to have to bear with me because when you get deep into some particularly the programmatic side of, 
of digital advertising that's <laughs> just littered with so many acronyms and, and weird things. But D- DSP is basically a demand side platform and yep. it, it effectively just means I can buy ads through this platform and it, it provides me with the ability to pick an audience, put my ads in and, and Facebook serve. So, so Facebook, I guess, is effectively yeah. a DSP. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, Google Ads, I guess, would be effectively be a DSP. So Amazon's got their own one. What it allows you to do is to serve ads across the web, so not off Amazon, you know, on other places, so display ads. Yeah. But using Amazon's customer data uh-huh. as a trigger to, to serve them. So, for example, you've just been on Amazon and you're looking at cameras. I sell cameras. I can now serve you ads for, for my camera while you're off Amazon, yeah. while you've left Amazon or, or, and that, those kind of things. And um, Do they then have to – this is a bit I don't kind of don't understand with, with some of this. So do they then need to – own that spot in another place. Like if I go to the yeah. age, for example, then they would have to have a relationship with. That's correct. And do they, or yeah. is it so, kind and of they do. Down Yeah, there? so okay. it's called uh, TAM. I think it is. I can't remember what that sp- stands for. Yeah. Um, um, but basically, what Amazon's done is they've they've gone out to publishers yeah. and they say, okay, well, we'll like give us give us this inventory on your website, yeah. and um, you know, and we'll and we'll help you to monetize your website, right? And what they did with with Tam, I don't understand all the specifics of it, was basically also allow other DSPs to serve their ads through there as well. So it's yeah. not just unique to Amazon, which has made, I guess, it's a, it's a lot more. Uh, I guess it provides more encouragement for publishers to say, oh yeah, I'll I can jump on, on there, yeah, and, and I can I can monetize it, and uh, and then they've done a few other things, like I think they're including Prime content. Uh, and and uh, they've done some clever things. And all this, I mean, none of this really impacts advertisers, right? Like this just happens behind the scene. This, the fact of it is what Amazon's been able to do is go out and secure a lot of inventory and, and it's fairly premium. Okay. And then you can use the DSP to be able to serve ads. Now, I, I think what I love about that is, okay, Amazon's a pretty big website, but it does open up the rest of the web to, yeah, yeah, to yeah. actually be able to run a pretty serious campaign through through so they've got a long way to go but this is their play against google yeah yeah right well it's an alternative exactly to google's display network uh facebook do have the facebook audience network which includes like tinder and buzzfeed and i was wondering uh, about that i was like i was uh was doing a campaign for just for demarca playing around with a bit because we don't do much in that space other than you know partnering with experts like yourself and um yeah i was like I'm, you know, do you want to include this on the Facebook, you know, the partner, um, partner network? Where I was like, where is that going? Like, it, yeah, it's actually mostly apps, and, and some of them are pretty, you know, you know, all those dodgy ads you see on those dodgy apps, yeah, and you yeah, go through yeah. the list, and it's pretty. It is, you know, you got to pick out the diamonds, but in amongst all that is, yeah, the Buzzfeeds, the National Geographics, okay. yeah. the the. Uh, you know, Tinder and, you know, different dating apps like that, which which could be interesting uh, depending on what you're selling. Go to different apps, yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so anyway, so th- and there's a lot of, there's a lot of these, these, you know, different sort of networks out there. Uh, the Amazon, you know, but I think what you're buying with Amazon and why I've got Amazon on this and not many of the others is that ability to target based on, on like, I mean, what better data could there be on purchase intent than the data coming from, Amazon, it's 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 pretty. You're in there to buy. Yeah, you know, and you could imagine how you could do a lot of supporting things as well, right? Like if you're 
you know, I mentioned the camera example. If you're selling photography courses, you know, then then running ads through the DSP for people who you know are, are you know regularly buying photography equipment and these kind of things yeah. would be a really good play. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Amazon DSP. So that's that's really cool. The I mentioned that there's another one in there that's very similar, which is eBay. So eBay is just launching a very similar. Okay. Now eBay's I think like Amazon's. You know these these services have been around for a little while, but eBay is a little bit newer to the market. They're, I'm trying to get in touch with them. If anyone's listening from eBay, uh, I've, I've put an inquiry saying that I've got a $10 million a month budget. Maybe I... <laughs> too too small, Sam. Yeah, too small. I don't, I don't know. So it's it's pretty new. I'd love to I'd love to get hold of someone from, from eBay and, and see what they're doing, but they've got very similar things. So taking that audience and, and allowing you to, to serve ads to them, uh, you know, if if you're an eBay seller on the platform, but then they've got their own version of native ads, which might which actually pushes notifications through their app to say thirty percent off sale. Oh, okay. Uh, I feel like I've seen that on eBay before. I haven't been to eBay for probably twelve months, maybe yeah. eighteen months. But I feel like I remember seeing once that I was going to buy something, and then it was telling me all the other places I could get that. Yeah, you know, like yeah. I think cheaper, and I like going yeah. like I'd be so pissed off if I was. You know the the seller and, yeah. and 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 eBay is you know just telling me where else I could go to buy this. Yeah, it's it an interesting like, one. Um, well, it's a funny so one too. When you're thinking about, I mean, like, I guess Amazon providing advertising services to take away from the website that you, like even Amazon. Yeah, you, yeah. You, you're literally allowing advertisers, you know, to take your users away from. It seems from, like a weird play, but yeah. they get they they're so big and ubiquitous. Kind of yeah. doesn't matter for now. Yeah, well, they know they know, they know what know they're it. doing with these things as well. So anyway, so I think some some really sort of exciting things on there, particularly for e-commerce stores and and uh, and those kind of things. So that was that was six and five Amazon and, and eBay. eBay. I might be getting all these uh, all these numbers completely mixed up. Actually, thing. <laughs> anyway, there was what number one was native. Yeah, I think I've I've, I've I've got a few that I've listed here at number one. Anyway, we'll see. Um, I think I've got five. Oh, this is a big mess. But anyway, so we've got native ads, eBay, Amazon. There's no one else listening, Sam, so don't, don't, <laughs> don't have to tell anyone else. It's just between you and me. Okay, thank you. Uh, so next on the list, Spotify. Now we're starting to get into the ones that I really love. I think those are, you know, those are cool and there's some ideas there, but the ones I really love. So Spotify, uh, which is... Actually, my number two. So yep. we're going with that. We're up to number two. Okay, now. number two. Uh, Spotify ads. So Spotify, I think, Are is- these audio ads? Yeah. Well, interestingly, they started audio ads, but they're really pushing video ads really hard now as well, which is which adds a little bit of complexity and, you know, it does make it an interesting- Interesting. Are people so, watching? Well, that's the question, right? Like, where where do you listen to Spotify? Are you sitting on a on a tram or a train with your with your earbuds in, where holding your phone in your hand, or or are you you know is it streaming through your Bluetooth speaker or? Generally, you know, I'm an Apple Music guy, but that's because it just kind of works with everything that I have. Um, although Spotify does now, but like a few years ago, it it, it didn't. But I noticed Apple. Kind of making that play with videos a bit as well, but because yeah. of Apple TV, I think it makes sense. Like they're trying to push music videos because they can. But so yeah. we're, we're so they're okay. So they're in video, like yeah. what, like a like an ad in a YouTube reel. It's just a, exactly that. Hmm. So I mean, I'd put that to a side for a moment. The reason I like Spotify actually has nothing to do with with video. I like it because it's radio like. 
I think for all the reasons I mentioned before about small business being able to tap into something that's efficient. So, you know, I think radio is a wonderful medium. Yeah, I, I love, love radio. It. You know, I think, you know, if you could do it, you should do it. Right, if you can afford it for for whatever reason, as part of the you know the the, the portion of your advertising spend that goes into brand awareness and yep. and all those kind of things, radio makes a lot of sense for a lot of businesses. They can't afford it, and I think Spotify and that digital side introduces those efficiencies that make it a really cool platform. That it only goes to people that don't subscribe, though, doesn't it? Is that yes? That's correct. The pretty big, and, and I, I should have had the numbers here. They're actually larger numbers yeah. uh, than than you'd think. So you know, there's quite a lot, and you know, and, and the reason you get that efficiency is you start to go a bit narrow. So it doesn't have the same reach as radio, no, but it does allow you to go really niche, right? And you can go geographic, yeah. So you and you can go demographic, and there's some interests. So you know you can. Quite interesting, in it because with radio, like we'll talk locally. Um, I'm sure if you go to the radio stations, they'll you know there's the the mass radio stations, which is you know your your your, your foxes and your triple M. Yep. They kind of, I mean, you know, tri- triple M here probably has a more distinct audience than maybe the rest of them for for me, but that's just a perception. I could be wrong, but. I listen to a lot of SEN, which is a sports channel, and I feel like that, you know, it's probably got the lowest numbers, but I kind of feel like it's the everyday person's kind of, because yeah. maybe in Melbourne, I've had a conversation with someone, probably you once, everyone loves, you know, sports, so it, it makes kind of sense. But, it, at, you know, and, but I'm sure that, um, you know, there'd be Spotify's on in people's businesses and things like that yep. instead of the radio that, it, that used to be, and you're able to then target your local business yep. potentially to that, you know, business which you would have never been able to afford it's listening right. to. And even if they're not, you know, you know, even if you're not the, uh, a workplace that's you know streaming Spotify, you know, over the over the speakers in their office or whatever, you know, most of your employees are sitting there with their earbuds in now listening to Spotify. Like yep. you know, there's there's a there's a pretty high listenership there, and you know, and it's got uh, the the audience data is does skew younger, but it's like you know we're talking like. You know, twenty five to to forty five. Okay, but I think you know forty percent of their their audience is over forty five. So so there's 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 a really good cross section of age demographics there, there and yeah, the ability to to target professionals at work if you're B two B is there. Then the ability to also target based on interests is there, and the targeting is not hugely evolved yet, uh, but it is growing and they're but developing really interesting thing to test compared to like you know running that and LinkedIn at the same time or something yeah. kind of seeing what what you could what you could do, you know, um, yeah, what what happens because I kind of feel that that's, you know, LinkedIn's becoming even a bit of the obvious one. It's quite expensive. But if you try to think of something to do that's that's different. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 the other thing is, is I think you also get it. I mean, part of why radio works so well is is some of the – some of the feelings and the and the perception you have towards the station, I think, rubs off on the advertisers. So that goodwill that you have in the host or, or whatever it gets yep. transferred over to the brands that support it. And you know, and I, I feel like you know, Spotify itself. I think there's a lot of goodwill at the moment. I think people really love Spotify. It's given them something that they really appreciate. It's a really cool service, you know. And, and I'm sure if you spoke to musicians, they might have a slightly different feeling say, this about is, it. This but... all means more money for the musicians. Doesn't <laughs> it, so. I'm not sure about yeah. that, but but certainly the end consumer has pretty good feelings about Spotify. So you know, and some of that's some of that's rubbing off. And 
and you know, then it has all the you know, you know, it has the ability to be able to go really narrow in your targeting if you need to, and you know, and you know, even small businesses that you know, say you're an accountant, you know, you could go just in your local area. And basically have radio ads, which is pretty cool. You yeah. wouldn't, you know, you probably wouldn't. And we've even spoken to sort of bigger clients that wouldn't consider radio because, like, well, we only operate in the these suburbs of Melbourne, and you know, it's, it seems wasteful uh, and those kind of things. So, you know, so you've got all that, but then you know, you've got the radio like it's, um, the, you know, it has a banner. It's, it's really cool, actually, the way it serves. So the banner will will stay up. On your phone until the next time you pick pick it up. So if you hear the ad, oh. and but you you don't have your phone with you or, or whatever, and and you look at your your phone within you know however long as long as another ad hasn't played yet, then there'll be a banner up on the screen. Oh, that's pretty cool. You know, which is a good sort of if it did prompt action, but you know you were doing something else at the time. There's a sort of a secondary prompt there, which is nice. That's kind of interesting. They're, they're really clever in the way they serve it too. They only play ads when they know you're listening. <laughs> uh, so. Yeah, they've got they've got quite a clever algorithm there on sort of knowing huh. you know whether well, if you've, you've just been interacting with it and, and all those kind of things. So it's a yeah, it's a really cool platform and and they're great ads. Now the, I mean, you mentioned the video though. I, I've got to say they're pushing video really hard. I'm not as sold on the video side. I don't understand that. Well. Yeah, and and uh, um, most of the ads now. So we've we've been playing it in the office, and and we've uh, we've gone back to the free version just so we can just hear more ads. Hear them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, it's interesting. Like nearly every ad that comes up for for us is is a video ad, and some of them don't even have voiceovers or anything explaining it. You'll literally hear some weird sounds and music. And you sort of look at the screen, and there's a there's a video playing. So there's some really, uh, you know, I, so I think I question some of those advertisers why they're, they're literally just taking down their TVC. Okay, and they're and they're playing. What if you can bundle it? Like, like they're just kind of being told, I, I like there's something very you know, lazy going on. Here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just going, okay, cool. We've got this this TVC, and we'll yeah. put it everywhere. Yeah. But you know, so I, I mean, my my advice, I guess, to anyone wanted to test it out, which would would be think of it like radio. You know, if, if you want to have some visuals because you can run a video, then great, but make something for Spotify. I think that it has to work without the video and then maybe you can, you know, the video should be secondary, which is probably the Might be a great place to bring jingles back, Sam. Yeah. I'm a, I was only having this conversation with someone recently, but, like, I don't get why there aren't more jingles. I love a good jingle. Just yeah. gets in your gets in your head. And I, think I, I think I sung the... Uh, the <laughs> jingle on this podcast, didn't I? Was it the... Uh, the uh, Harvey Welch. <laughs> you did too. Well, I was doing some gardening yesterday and was and singing the VB one to my 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 wife. So, side note, but maybe that's finder. <laughs> finder have you come across finder.com.au? Finder. Finder. Yeah. A, I've heard about it. But yeah. My son and I do the dance and the sing the jingle. I don't know the jingle. I'm, I've never used. it. I'm not going to sing it for oh, you. No, now. don't. But there's a dance too. That, oh, that's great. And Will it's that terrible. be in the show notes? Um, yeah. Look, maybe <laughs> potentially. Potentially, I, I might get the video camera out and do oh, the, the finder.com.au. Um, bring back the jingle. Bring back the jingle. Yeah. Tamarca, do you reckon Tamarca could, could get a jingle? Maybe, maybe. <laughs> what? Why not? I, I think they're more relevant for mass, mass, yeah, mass brands. So. Yeah. Um, but you never know. There's that, um, was it one of the behavioural biases about rhyming? We remember things that yeah. rhyme more. And that's, I think that's in, in Rory Sutton's Alchemy. I tested that, maybe testing some ads on LinkedIn and, and uh, for a cybersecurity company, like at really serious stuff and and, and I, I worked out a rhyming kind of line for the top of the ad and it 
tested really well. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, you know, I could I could probably list ten companies off the top of my head now that I can remember every word of their jingle and. Well, yeah, and if you're listening to Spotify, you're listening to songs, you know, yeah. and you kind of, yeah, maybe. Yeah, could work. So anyway, Spotify, really, really love it. Which brings me to 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 my number one digital ad alternative to Facebook and Google, which is Catch Up TV. So okay, uh, so this is this is quite a, an interesting one, I think, in the sense that so these are the ads you get on SBS, yep. for example, seven nine now. Because SBS, I remember the first ones to do So SBS are dominated. So second only. So so there's two sides of streaming video. Uh, yeah, two main sides. So you've got your Netflix and stands and binge and, and all those kind of things in this market, which is your subscription video on demand. Yeah. Or SVOD. Yep. If you really want to be a wanker about it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then there's broadcast video on demand, which is those that we've just mentioned, ABC and SBS. And, and yeah. So ABC is the big one. And obviously, oh, which is sorry, in my head I was like, well, ABC don't do it because they yeah. don't do ads. But so devastatingly, they they still won't allow us to advertise yet. Although there's a few little exceptions to that rule, which I've discovered that are. So hang on, what, what do you mean? Well, do you that. can advertise on ABC. You can advertise on ABC's YouTube channel. So if you've got a, this is a little side note for you. If you have happen to have a brand like like we do. That uh, that their audience matches very nicely with ABC's audience. Just go nuts on their YouTube on channel. YouTube channel, yeah. And you just let everyone in your secret. All of a sudden, you because <laughs> <laughs> our re- our listenership is it's know, huge. It's huge. huge. Yeah. Uh, but uh, the other one too is through Apple News, which is a lot harder to actually advertise through. I think there's a there's a couple of big media agencies that have got like exclusive rights to it or something. It's a bit hard to to see. But uh, if you you know, so I don't know if you knew, use the Apple News Plus app. No. Okay. So if you read a, an ABC news article on the ABC website on yeah. that app, there are ads all the way through. Mm. And, uh, yeah, port, purchase through. So anyway, side note, yep. uh, ABC, I'd love it. There is a – they take But you can't do um, not catch on up IV. TV on the no, 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 so I didn't think so. Sorry, I thought you said they were the biggest. No, no. So, well, they're the, they're the largest in the BVOD category and you have yeah. to exclude them when you're talking about advertising. Sure, but the second biggest is SBS by Big Mile. So, SBS is, is, is dominating the space and they – do allow advertising and and they've got a really great audience there and then you've got the seven nine and whatever else is out there ten have their catch-up tvs and then there's another sort of section of of ad and i you know ad, ad supported uh streaming video which i think we'll see a lot more growth in so this is like you know the really niche stuff like i think there's a uh you know you know documentaries only app and, and we're, we're, uh, it's ad support stuff, yeah, i'm yeah. not sure but i think we'll start to see like you know like red bull's got their their app with with you know all their sort of video and those kind of things and yeah. i think what we'll start to see with streaming video is hey we've had the netflix and we've had stan and all these and you know you pay a subscription but there's going to be a, a, and it is the fastest growing streaming video at the moment is ad supported and and the BVOD, yeah. So it's it's you know uh, its growth is outperforming Netflix and Stan and all these, and and it's catching up really quickly. And I think we're going to see a lot more diversification in the. Assuming it's number one because it's more affordable than running it prime time, 
Like, yeah, yeah. well, or do you know the difference? Or any, well, it, I, I mean, the, the, it's it's interesting. Like, it's a completely different inventory. So again, what it allows you to do because you can purchase catch up TV programmatically. So you can purchase them through these DSPs that I mentioned. Yep. And and that so in a real time auction based, uh, you know way similar to Facebook and similar to, okay. to Google. So, you know, and that introduces all the efficiencies. Different inventory, but the same inventory as well because, like, if I'm watching, oh, like, if I'm watching a show live, um, yeah. they're not, that's serving ads live. You would assume that. I, I don't know the exact details. Now. Like, if you're streaming a show live, whether. No, if you're streaming a show that has been live yeah. on catch-up. Yeah. Different set of ads. Different set. So it is different. Yeah. So I said different inventory, but same in a sense that I can, you yeah. know, target this show that you know that, that everyone watches, but you know it's going to cost me X to have it done. Yeah. So that they, they, they split it. Yeah. They okay. split the two, and and yeah. So so and there's different ways with with programmatic. There's all these different ways. So you can do like guaranteed buys where you do do a deal with the publisher and you say, yeah, cool, this is my budget, and you know I want to serve ads, you know, across your streaming platform. Over you know over this period, and they'll go great, cool. We'll guarantee you X number of ad impressions and blah 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 blah, and you lock that in. But you can also buy in real time bidding, which is what people love about Google and Facebook, right? So you literally just say, okay, here's here's my daily budget. Um, you know, here's, it runs out, stop. Yeah, okay. and here's what I'm targeting. I want to target you know people in this geographic region. I want to I want to target people with these demographics, interests in these kind of things, and and pull in that data as it gets more sophisticated. And you know, we, you're going to be able to pull in your own data. So you could say, hey, anyone who's been to my website in the last 30 days, I want to serve a TV commercial to them. Wow. So you know, and then and and tracking is a little bit. Difficult. So most of the growth in in all of this has been driven by smart TVs, yep. and and you know that it's not e really easy to get data out of that on who was actually watching it and and you sure. know what other devices they're linked to. But that will improve over time as well. So it's it's going to deliver a lot of and already does to some degree deliver a lot of what's great about digital advertising and the tracking and and targeting and, 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 and all this. But more mass and and again, I think for small business, it, it has a it has a lot of opportunity there, particularly because I believe that these ads are perceived in much the same way as if you're watching any other television. I would totally agree. So we talk about costly signalling. I mean, right. if, if you are, um, if you're, if you're serving me a, um, you know, a TV ad, which yep. it is, I'm watching it on my TV. You know, after I visited your website. That's pretty so, big, isn't it? And, big. and it does, at least now. Yeah, and this is a little bit like, you know, retargeting's a big one. Like everyone now knows that you've you visit a website and then suddenly you see ads for that website everywhere you go. But there was a period of time when people didn't realise that. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. you used to get some kind of costly signalling benefit yep. from from being like, Wow, you know, I see them everywhere now. That, you know, and that sort of lost a little bit. I'm sure the same thing will happen with this kind of advertising. Yeah. There'll be a period where where you're like, wow, they must be doing really well. They're advertising on TV. I see them on, you know, I listen to them on Spotify. And, <laughs> <laughs> and it's all one click. Yeah, yeah right. It's a checkbox. Yeah, yeah, yeah so you've, costly. Just, you've just spent, you know, $5 on your TV ad and your radio ad to that one person. Yeah. So, oh, that's, 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 yeah, that's, I did not realize that. So, yeah, so that's, that, and that's the big one. And, and I think, you know, for me, you know, I mean, you, you and I have both, you know, fans of Les Burnett and the work that they've done and, you know, if you if you believe anything that they've published, you know, TV is the most effective platform for, 
for getting your message out there and you know it always well, always has been i guess and 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 still is so you know th- but now there's another avenue that potentially you get into if you're not the big brand i so. did not i've learned something today i love it when i learned something in this podcast sam there you go so look my, my, my research wasn't that cr- my preparation wasn't that great i messed up so i think numbers. we had five of seven i think we had five okay yeah it's okay maybe i can go back and edit it in like now we're up to number five it's like i was listening to an audiobook <laughs> recently and you can tell where they've gone back and edited sections in the voice just changes all of a sudden well i'm too lazy for that so right. I'll, what i'm going to do is just apologize for, for to the pra- it's the pratfall effect sam it's like you remember i talked about that in our behavioral science and it's 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 a mistake that makes you feel more yeah. you know trustworthy yeah, vulnerable vulnerable yeah okay, i hope so yeah <laughs> Now it's all more believable. So there you go. And there's a lot more. I mean, there's some honourable mentions I could probably give to things like I wanted to put Waze in there. I, oh, that's a great one to talk about because I – so I've been using Waze for a while. I stopped using it. When I talk about why I switched to um, Apple Apple Music, it's because yeah. I got a new car that had Apple yeah. CarPlay. And, it, and at that time, this is two years ago, two and a half years ago, I couldn't Siri – Spotify, so I wanted to be able to just you know ask Siri to play something. So I decided to shift, shift to Apple Music. Same thing with Waze. At that time, I used to be a Waze user up till then. Yeah. Then, I, then they wouldn't. You can only use Apple Maps. So they've now let them all in, and they originally made it smaller. Like you couldn't, you could only watch Apple Maps on the large screen, or there was some restrictions. Now it's fair across the yeah. board. And I was driving to. Um, I was trying to take my son to a birthday party earlier in the year and I was running really, really late and I was looking at my map and I hadn't had anything to eat and an, and a, and an ad for McDonald's, like a, the little icon for McDonald's yeah. came up. I'm going. And I went and I, and, and then it was just, I, I had this exact thought, like this is absolutely untapped for, yeah. you know, I can see now, not that I want to admit to eating McDonald's that often, but like you can, you can if you're going past things, you can see yep. things you might not have realised were even there. I might have driven, driven you know, past something you know, all day. But I think definitely for things like yeah. fast food. Well, and, that, and, that's, and that, they're, they're the obvious ones like petrol stations, fast food. Seven yeah. Eleven are all over it. I'd love to see some creative examples. I've noticed. I think it's the World Wildlife Fund. Oh, and actually, might not be then. There's a there's a there's a wildlife. Uh, something or other association that have now started advertising on there saying, hey, look out for animals and, and these kind of things, and it pops down. Oh, okay. I, I love the ads. Like you stop, at a, you stop at a light and it pops down, and it gets, you, gets your attention every single time. You're safe. Because yeah. as soon as – I haven't as, seen that yet. I've, I've purely yeah. seen the – Keep an eye. So you yeah. stop at a red light. And then a little little billboard on your phone just pops pops up and 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 it's well I've got a screen so in CarPlay in my car it's it's a screen so yeah it's so like it's, it's, in the, it's in the dashboard yeah. so I'll, I'll and I'll you can you, I don't know if if the screens are touching on on your phone you can say it's a safer later so you can you can hit save for oh, wow. later and come back. So I think there's a lot of opportunity. I, I think ways are a little restrictive on who can advertise on there, which is a little annoying because I think there's a lot of opportunity for creative like just brand plays. It just you know you know you've, you've talked about the the bus test yeah you know like just put the bus test you know you you, yeah. you you know this is who we are you know get that into people's yep. consciousness I think ways could be a really really cool one. and the, and the other one that's related to that that I give an honourable mention to is a sort of subset of digital out of home which is the service station ads yep I was, that's what I was going to ask because <laughs> when you said like pop up I was starting I I, I thought of that kind of straight away because I was just thinking in my head how 
you know, do people notice them? I was going to ask, do you know if anyone notices the yeah. ones at the... At the well, I mean, the, the, the thing about those is there's not a huge number. I think there's like 3,400 screens throughout Australia, right? Yep. So it's, it's not a huge numbers. And I also think that people don't that people don't fill up their cars often enough for it to be impactful by itself. Uh, but True. It, you have complete attention the audio is on as soon as you get out of the car so it's not like you know you see the videos in your facebook feed and you've got to turn the audio on yeah it's a bit annoying the audio is there playing for you as soon as you get out of the car and it's one of the places one of the few screens that you're looking at that you're there by yourself you've got nothing to do you're not looking at your phone because you've had some music right there's there's a whole lot Another going place on. for the jingle to come back yeah right and, and well, got- well as a play like you know i think your point is valid that you don't fill up your car that yeah. often you know so i'm every two weeks type thing so you but if you have got a long you know if you've got a distinctive asset that is a an audio one you know that you can kind of run with off the back of some other things yeah. you're doing I think that's it, right? And if, if yeah, so so that's good. There's a few other little emerging emerging platforms like Pinterest, Quora is is a place that you can advertise on Reddit, um, you know, and 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 these kind of things. You know, I haven't mentioned LinkedIn because it's a pretty sucky ad platform to be honest. But um, you know, there's a few other things out there. But I mean, my to summarize, I guess is I think there's some really big ones there. I think TV and Spotify is, is huge, and if you know, for businesses who've never had the opportunity to do that. Now's a good time to think about it before it just becomes just like Google and Facebook. Is. Yeah. So it's just too expensive for, for some. And others there, you know, there's opportunities just to try off some things and, and a lot of, lot of cheap pads. I like it. I like it. This has been good. So there we go. That's it. That's my um, list cast. <laughs> <laughs> Which I completely nice. fudged up, but we'll, uh, we'll get better for our, cast. for our next list cast. <laughs> On that note... We'll uh, we better wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> good to see you, mate. That Thanks was, for that joining was good. Me. See you soon. See you next time.